Airlines and Justin J. That was Heartbreak Hangover here on Blast. Will is currently out at the minute. He's trying to he's trying to figure things out for his next guest, but I am gonna be here and just introducing the next music because, you know, why not? <laughs> We've got Troy Savans and Fisher D O D, which I cannot wait to play. I absolutely love that one from him. But right now it's Sonny Federa and MK with Clementine Douglas. This is asking on Blast. <laughs> We are joined by Conliffe and Paul. How are you doing, guys? Doing good? Two improv, sorry, two improv comedians. Yeah, doing great. Thank you so much for inviting us on. No, you're an improv comedian. Uh, both yes. of you are. So I'm going to just throw weird topics at you. You're probably not going to expect what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. I'll talk about love to start off with. Is it your three-month anniversary since you got married? Uh, yes, today I got married on the 4th of July to an American. So it was a nice, uh, nice time. We had a lovely time in Denmark. Denmark. Uh, yeah, this is not what I was expecting to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's actually, it's almost appropriate because I was nervous before coming and I've just got the ring recently. And so nowadays I sit and fiddle with it when I'm nervous and I was fiddling with it so much I set it down and I've now come out without you my wedding ring on. Mine. Oh, that's great. I've got yeah. three. I don't know if they'll fit you, but... Do you mean you're nervous for this? Yeah, I'm just nervous for most things in life. So then this has been, a, the wedding ring's been a lovely little stimming uh, thing I just sit and play with it the whole time, but I took it off to you just stop pl- myself to calm my hands, and then I forgot it. Okay, beautiful. Uh, okay. Public appearance after announcing I'm married, and oh yeah, I'll take the ring. Oh, there we go. Ty- Tyree's giving yeah, you a ring. Uh, let's move over to Paul. Then Paul, uh, how's how's your love life? <laughs> That's cruel. Um, Here, mine's depressing. Is anything if you made me feel any better? Yeah, we're very Jake on Hyde with that. Um, hey, um, yeah, I didn't. I was in uh, Sri Lanka, not Denmark. That's where I got mm. married. Um, no, it's a joke. So, <laughs> no, I'm I'm single. Cool. I've been single for about uh, two, a year and a half or two years or something like that. There. No worries. I, I don't want to. No, 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 no. You're fine. I just thought, I just thought, I saw that post on Cotton Lift and I thought I'll, I'll ask you the same question so you don't feel left out. But I I totally get that. But let's talk about comedy then. Improv comedy. Okay. Well. <laughs> Were we at his wedding? I, I wasn't invited. Ah, this has gone terribly. <laughs> I, I don't mean don't like each other. Right, okay. Like <laughs> um, it's funny because you're talking about fiddling with that uh, wedding ring. I, Even if I was going out with someone uh, and to get married, I can't have rings on my fingers. I have like a weird finger claustrophobia. <laughs> so, wow. If anything is like remotely on my, like surrounding my hand, I get like a like a very weird urge to like immediately like. Take I, it off. I was about to ask about watches, but you're wearing one. No watch. So, everywhere else is totally fine. Um, just your fingers. Simply, simply what about gloves? Uh, gloves are gloves are also fine. It's more ring shaped things. Years years ago, there was I, I think it, it stems back ah childhood. Uh, whenever uh, we had one of those old Subidio tables. Hey, what's that? Subidio was like, oh my god, here's my age. So Subidio was like a table top, like football game, okay. right? Where the players had like rounded, uh, like a half spheres on the bottom of the players, and you flick them in order to like move them around. So it was a tabletop game, but we got like one that had like legs on it, extendable legs, and the legs extended, and there was like a plastic 
like uh, ring cover okay. that allowed you to tighten in order whenever you were pu- pulling it up and uh, taking it back down again. Okay. And, and it came off one day, and I, I, get, I was similar to someone fiddling with their wedding ring. I was just sitting in the living room, and I was just like had it in my hands, and I just put it on my finger and just started twirling it about. Is that the thing from Inception? Is it? There's like a weird no, thing. No, is that something else? Yeah. No, is that something else? No, this is more something like you could put a, like a like a pole of a football fo- table about, yeah. through. So it's like a screw, like a nut. Okay. That you can put on something. It's sort of like I don't know, like a wedding ring would be a good shape to describe it as. I think. Yeah, it's a black plastic <laughs> wedding ring, and um, it got stuck in my finger uh, under one of the knuckles, and I couldn't get it off, and I panicked. See, this is um, what. Sorry, this is why I like asking weird questions because you don't know where you're going to end up. I did not expect to end up here. <laughs> I'm sure you guys didn't either. It's about love, right? Yeah. It's about love of the game. Okay. Um, and how do you guys know each other? You're both improv comedians. Did you take Paul's class? Paul does a class. Classes, yeah, two years ago now. Yeah, about September 21, I think. Uh, sometime around then, uh, I took his class and uh, we've been knowing each other ever since. I, was, I almost <laughs> said friends, but I don't think I've quite gotten there yet. So. No, we are friends. We're just we're just Josh. And you're both you're both comedians, right, as well as improv. They, they are separate, right? They yeah. are, yeah. Yeah. Stand up and improv. They both hate each other. Uh, Sometimes that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try it. I want to try it. But I was told you have to like do like I'm very lazy. Like I got the war into comedy I've got the lazier I've got so like I'll come up with a notebook and kind of riff on stage but Conliffe told me you have to do loads of classes before you can try it I can't just try it I can't just turn up and try it you certainly yeah because we want it to be good <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair no that's fair it's just I'm explaining yeah it takes a, it does take a fair amount of training it's not that it's not that you, like people couldn't do it but when you're making things up on the spot in, in front of an audience like you know yourself from like doing stand up. Every yeah. time you might have had to improvise a bit, or you've forgotten what you were going to say, and you have to make something up. Is you start panicking, your brain goes into panic mode, and you're not really fully aware of the stuff that you're saying. Unlike you know whenever you've written down the actual jokes. Uh, and the issue there is with when people get up and they haven't really done it before, is that they don't they're not their best best selves. They just start like panic acting or trying to make people uh, start trying to be funny. But here would be my argument to like say. Say you learn to drive, and you just spend loads of time learning the theory. Surely the only way to learn is to actually do it. Well, that's an interesting point. You don't have your test at your very first go, I suppose. <laughs> so I don't think you that's true. Right into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're totally right. I mean no one should just be taking uh, classes and not performing. But the way we do, we do it at Belfast Improv is that it's a five week class, and everyone performs at the end of the class. Um, for is it a show just for the people? It's a show for the the beginner the beginner group, but they they take part in the normal show. Okay. So after they perform, one of the regular acts will 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 just perform. Uh, and once you perform once once like you can definitely do it, and you know what it's like to get in front of an audience and not panic, then you can just do it as much as you want. So. Beautiful. Now both of you are improv comedians. Now it's not quite improv comedy, but I've got a game. I've got Aaron and Tyree here. You don't know who you're going to get just yet. Um, one of you will get one, one will get the other. And you have to try and explain stuff to them without using certain words. You guys up for that? Yes, You're doing yes, it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nope, beautiful. That's coming up really soon. What's everyone so excited about? Will Ray on Blast 106. Thank you. 
baby blast 106 okay let's try this game out could go terribly could go well so the game that we're going to play is conliffe first oh. is going to try and explain to erin these things that are written down without saying the words or other words you've got 20 seconds for each one got it okay and erin's going to try and get them gonna do terribly okay three two one go Okay, so this is something you eat in the coldest meal in a restaurant. Uh, there could be chocolate, there could be strawberry. It's usually whipped. Like a ganache kind of thing? A it's, cheesecake? It is like that, it's but it's usually like uh, there could be crumble in it. There could be like sponge below it. Uh, there's a lot of flavors. It's uh, more American than... Could not tell. Time's up. Time's oh. up. Time's up. What was it? It was a mousse. What? Like a chocolate mousse. Uh, that's hard. I couldn't say dessert or food. So yeah, as soon as, yeah. Yeah, I would never have got that. I was going to go for a brownie, so it was. But that's a Northern <laughs> you know, Irish thing. I was nearly there. Ganache is pretty close, I think. Ganache is very close. That's the better word. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you half a point. Okay, next one. Go. Okay, so this is something that you would put up on uh, a building. It advertises some sort of... Uh, a billboard. Uh, close to that you could also put it on your wall like your favourite singer or something a poster yes I, yes I said wall I wasn't allowed to say wall <laughs> I didn't even look at the words I wasn't supposed to say uh, okay okay one more go okay this one is something that you would leave a house with there's often a grid below it uh, a grid yeah <laughs> what are you on about <laughs> I'm just showing my country roots uh, it's something that you keep things in or you Oh, like a, cork, a corky holder kind of thing, no, like a dish? No, it's, no not I quite. It's something that a baby would not be able to a pass pram. through this. No, <laughs> what? In, in a house, a baby wouldn't be able to pass through this. I don't know. You've lost me. It's a you're, taking, you're speaking another language there, is <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't say enter or fence, but uh, I think I showed my country roots there all. I just went straight to farm stuff. Yeah. Like, Cows can't get out it. Cows can't <laughs> 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 where uh, where are you from? From a farm then? I'm from Ballycastle, so I live beside a farm, uh, not directly in it though. Beautiful. Okay, okay. So I think maybe half a point there. A full half a point. But, uh, what do you think, Paul? Will you give him half a point? Or you give him nothing. Oh yeah, give half a point. Okay. Well, you have to beat that now. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Awesome. No, not right now. We're gonna we're, we're gonna swap. We're gonna swap, and we'll come back after a song or two. Okay. I don't think you could do any worse. <laughs> Get up out your seat. Will Ray on Blast 106. Boss, hmm? you know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. What? Here. It's Tyree and Paul's turn. If you weren't listening before, uh, what is going to happen is Paul is going to try to explain certain words, which he hasn't looked at yet. Don't look at them just yet. To Tyree, he's got about uh, 20 seconds to explain each one. He can't say the word in a few other words. You ready? Go. Go. Um, this is something that you use if you're lifting things on a place where you have animals. You lift hay with it. It's got three a tractor. prongs. It's got three prongs. Ooh. Or sometimes two prongs. A lifter. Um, Farmers run around with it and they chase villagers out of their town with it. Oh, what do you call it? That, not flames. What do you call it? Pitchfork. Like, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yay! Did okay. we get it? Were you in time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Next one. Okay. Um, this is um, 
a song by Coldplay, probably the most famous. It was one of the first, I think it was the very first single. He's walking, he's walking along a beach in this song. Yellow. Boom. Okay, yeah, next one. And you bought tickets to Coldplay, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well done. Okay, here we go. Um, so, this is a thing when you're driving along the road, you have to stop. It's got three colors traffic lights. Yeah. Okay, well, that was a, a one sided competition. Um, I would like to bring in an official judicator on some of this. Uh, why? I was harshly done by. What were, your, what were your free again, Paul? Or what, were the, what, were you, what was um, Conliff's free? Uh, no, I just am not very good at explaining what, what were they? What were they again, though? Uh, they were poster gates and moose. Moose is a tr- moose is a tricky no, one. No, let's be I fair. Think. I did not do very well. <laughs> <laughs> but also <pitchfork>. <laughs> <laughs> You could have went down the line of, like, Canada for moose. Yeah, I could, but I saw that I wasn't allowed to say dessert, so all that was, oh. <laughs> was <laughs> dessert. dessert. Don't say dessert. <laughs> Don't say dessert. Well, there you go. Um, you're not quite... You're still the... That sounds so cringy. Why am I saying this? But I'm going to say it anyway. You're still a Padawan. He's a teacher. You're the right. cringy. I want to move on after that. Flip me. Uh, it's, <laughs> once I started, I had, to, I had to keep going. But yes, uh, still a teacher. How long have you been in a prof for, Paul? Oh, um, nine years. Maybe eight or nine years. Okay. Okay. And you're two years in? Two years. He can't even remember. So yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. We'll be right back after these. Last 106. Design and display. Ex- Ethan Dodd, Joel Corey and Ella Henderson, 0800 Heaven here on Blast. Okay, so we've got a couple of questions for you guys if you're willing to answer. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, what got you into stand-up comedy? Oh, is depression the obvious answer? Is that the, <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that the yeah. common yeah. answer? Yeah. <laughs> Radio appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're... you're uh, for me, I Paul was just doing classes, so I was like, ah, this is something that gets me out of the house, so my story isn't very exciting. For stand-up, you maybe have a more interesting one, I don't know. Um, I don't know if mine is either. I So, my good friend Jordan Robinson, who also does improv, decided he would do stand-up after maybe a year or a year and a half, two years, something like that, of, of doing improv. And he wanted me to do it with him, but I had no real interest in doing it. So he went on, and Jordan's very popular and a very good comic. Um, and then after maybe uh, six months to a year of Jordan doing it, um, he just said, oh, you know what, you should give it a go. And at about the same time, uh, Graham Watson, um, the comedy doyen of Belfast, had say, had a class in the black box, and I just happened to see it one day, and I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll do the class, I'll give it a go. I don't know if I will perform, but I'll definitely have a go at writing it. Uh, and that's how I got into it. So we had a in the, the way that Graham did the classes was it was lunchtime, Monday to Friday lunchtime, uh, for maybe two hours, a big cohort of us, and then everyone had to perform on the Saturday. So I did my first gig at the end of that week. Some of your classes. Uh, it was great, great crack. That's how I got into it. I actually remembered how I got into improv, uh, and this is, might be a strange tangent, but I found some ducks uh, in an alleyway outside my house uh, on a Sunday morning. And uh, I was looking after the. Sorry, was this like Ballycastle Farm, no, no, this or was, was this? this was on Tate's Avenue. I found oh, right. Tate's Avenue in Belfast. Ducks. I found two six-week-old ducks. ducks, and uh, I took them into my house. I, I corralled them like a like a good farmer. <laughs> I corralled these ducks, got them into my house, and was looking after them for a few days before like finding somewhere to take them. And like I spent three days with these ducks, and was like. 
I realise I have nothing else going on. <laughs> I, I need to get out of the house. And on that day, I saw an advertisement on Instagram for the improv classes. So I was like, oh, great. Okay, this is a sign. This <laughs> reminds me of that. Have you seen Friends? Oh, the chicken the, and the duck? The episode yeah. of Joey was like, you know what? There's ducks. I'm just going to go get one. Yeah. So it's that you with improv. You saw her. Yeah, like, ducks are life changing. I had them for three days and they were three great days. I spent did, a lot of time with them. What did you do after the three days? Where did they go? Uh, I got, there was this, there's a lovely lady in, I think, Bally Rasheen who's taken them because she has a little duck sanctuary because uh, the there is the RSPCA couldn't take them. Did a lot of research because they're wild ducks in the RSPCA and they would apparently bully my little ducks. So I wasn't willing to leave them with the RSPCA. Uh, this was their, what they said, they couldn't take them because of that. So this lady took them and uh, she sends me updates on them every now and again. So that's nice. I love that. This is why I love these interviews. <laughs> you don't have a clue what you're going to get. And the game was a success, right? The game we did. The game was fun. Yeah. yeah. We well, found it a success. So we're going to try it. Yeah, we're going to try it again. Mix it up a wee bit. Sure. Beautiful. Be back in two seconds. Go on, Tyree. Hit the button. <laughs> Tom Grennan on Blast 106. We're going to try that game again. Uh, and this time we've swapped it around. Erin is um, explaining things to Conliff. And she's going to start right now. Oh, hi. Well, let me see. It's a game that you would play in school. Football, hopscotch. Yes, that is it. Yep. Yeah. Well done, next one. Let's go. Um... A mother, a mother would birth this. A child? I yeah, guess. a child. There you go. Okay, maybe a bit too easy. Right, we'll go straight. We'll go straight. Will we go straight in? Maybe I'm not the problem. Maybe I'm not the yeah, problem. No, that's true. That's true. I didn't know your ones when you were doing it either. And I wrote one of them. I've the description of a gate, and that was not close. So we'll we'll go straight in. If you guys can, sw- or maybe I can boot for the whole way we're there. No, you guys can stay. You can stay. Or no, here we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, you ready? Okay, so this is something that someone gives someone on Valentine's Day. Uh, roses. Yes. Uh, something that would. So I'm speaking into this, but what would like, produce that sound? Speakers. Yes. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Unreal. Okay. You guys were great. Uh, right. We'll be right back after these. and Paul and uh, so what I would like to try is Paul yes. can you tell me why Conliff is a good improviser please why Conliff is a good improviser uh, he commits completely to the character that he's doing uh, on stage which is incidentally also what makes him a very good stand up it's like that commitment to playing a very specific character or role on stage beautiful and Conliff why is Paul good uh, Some different. A to C thinking, like if you like, I think that game's a good example of just like uh, if I wasn't able to think of stuff very quickly, but he thinks of like four things very quickly, so one point can set him off in three potential different directions. Yeah, which I think is always very good. I feel like if we did that game and there's like all oh, teams, you two would 
been almost done it. You guys were on saying that. You guys were good as well, but like, but me <laughs> straight away. Uh, okay, cool. And Paul, what you got coming up? Anything you want to promote? Um, yeah, I got those coming up. Um, so. Well, this uh, so improv uh, this Sunday. So, um, as you know, uh, we do Sunday improv every Sunday at Lavery's, and um, this Sunday I'm performing. So it's me and uh, a friend of mine. We do a two-person uh, two-person show for thirty minutes. So two-person scene. So we're going to act out something for thirty minutes, and uh, then we have a group on before us. It's like five of them, and they'll be doing a bunch of different scenes, but also about thirty minutes. So that'll be good crack. So people should come along to that. It's every Sunday, basically in libraries at eight PM. There's always uh, always stuff on. There's and just just um, just describe it. I know most people do know what improv is, but like improv is where the audience can chat stuff, throw stuff out at you, and you have to work with it, basically. Yeah. yeah. So um, basically, at the very start of a, of the act, so a thirty minute act, um, the, the the performers just. Sometimes just to show that it's, it is all made up, but then just sometimes for the crack, they'll, and they'll say, uh, "Give us an idea of something that you might want to see a job or something or a location. Where where would we be in this thing that we're going to do?" Okay, and someone will say, "At the uh, cereal aisle in Tesco's," and then that's it. Then someone has to do a bunch of scenes related to and make it funny. Yeah, yeah. the cereal aisle in Tesco's. And bear in mind, you're on the radio and you can't say some things. But do you get things that would be like, "No, I'm not doing that." Whenever people are, that's for both of you, I guess. There, there are quite a few. There's a few things that crop up quite, that are quite lewd, that pop up quite often. You're like, thank you for your suggestion. But no, <laughs> but no. Uh, but no. <laughs> and uh, Conliff, you do Turnstyle? Yes, I do Turnstyle. And we, that is a sketch improv and stand-up night. Uh, we have our Halloween show coming up. And it's going to be slightly different from our usual stuff. Uh, because we have a lot of comedians coming in and they're doing full character stand up in costumes and stuff for example Luke McGibbon keep on the duck theme he's coming dressed as a duck to do stand up <laughs> as a duck is that because of your story uh, I had no input uh, in this but I'm very pleased does uh, he know that story he doesn't as far as I'm okay. aware he doesn't know it but we have a lot of fantastic acts a few from here we have Luke uh, we have Leanne Tolan Darren McGinnity Rose Coogan and we have a few guys coming from down from Dublin as well to do it and that's on Saturday the 28th of October beautiful uh, so the last Saturday of October and we have currently selling early bird tickets so they're a bit cheaper at the minute for the next few days until they sell out hey so. that's awesome incredible um thank you so much for coming on guys yeah thanks for having us no problem see you later it's wild wacky fun batteries not included blast unlocked on blast 106 Alesso and John Newman with Call Your Name here on Blast 106. Will is currently saying goodbye to our guests, so I'm just gonna just gonna show you what songs we've got coming up. We've got Calvin Harris and Peggy Goo, Rima and Selena Gomez, and of course Years and Years in there as well. Absolutely gonna love that one from him. But turn your radio up right now because it's Beyond Chicago, Majestic, and Alex Mills. This is Million Dollar Bill. <laughs> 